Welcome to Why Did I Do That, a podcast made by teens to introduce psychology in a more accessible way for teens of all backgrounds. I'm Lauren. And I'm Yusra. We are two high schoolers from Northern California, and we're super psyched to share our excitement of psychology to other teens. I don't know if this is just me or if it's maybe because we're in our junior year, but do you find yourself spacing out a lot, like whether it's in school or while talking with your friends? Because I just feel like my attention span these days sometimes just is not very good. Yeah, I I feel like I get exactly what you mean. My attention span has been so bad literally every single day at school. I go in with the intention of paying attention and I never end up paying attention. Like I'll sit there, I'm mentally prepared, like, okay, I'm going to pay attention. And then I start spacing off and I miss the most (laughs) vital parts of the lecture. And then I come back to consciousness and I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. Like, what are we talking about again? What are we talking about again? And I miss the most important part. And then the teacher's like, okay, go do the assignment. Like at the start of the year, I don't know about you, but I don't know if this applies to a lot of people, but it might. I was so pumped and ready to be this productive, aesthetic, Pinterest-worthy, note-taking girl. Um, And it worked for like the first two weeks. And afterwards, my attention just decreased by a lot. And I wasn't able to pay attention in class as much. You know, I would find my mind wandering off to God knows what. Yeah, I think that's totally understandable that as... The school year just keeps progressing. It kind of gets harder to pay attention in classes and stuff like that because, like, you start losing motivation to pay attention and listen to what other people are saying, and then you just kind of want to leave school. I think exhaustion is definitely one of the many reasons why we could be feeling this way school is just yeah. so tiring physically and mentally like i have to sit there for 90 minutes breaking my back I in those know. uncomfortable chairs but like literally today in a push i was spacing out so much but if you want to get fancy i was technically in offline mode according oh. to the site healthline yeah and if you must know this is when an individual such as just you or me is in this state where we experience our minds going somewhere else because our attention becomes disconnected with our perception and perception is what we're we are being affected by in the present and how we see the current physical environment that we're in in the present and so when we aren't paying attention to this environment that we're in our minds will tend to wander and we can start to space out and not pay attention So people's minds wander to places and times that aren't related to our present. Okay, what you're saying does make a lot of sense because there's evidence that finds our minds actually spend 13% of the time offline with no idea of what's happening around us. And again, what we mean by offline is we're not focused on our present. Yeah, we're just, we're not, we're there, but our mind isn't there, you know? Yeah, we're there, but we're also not there. (laughs) And we don't exactly have any like conscious awareness of anything that's external, external, or internal in our environment when we're in this state. It's like you're being off in your own world. Like it's a form of daydreaming. Yeah, exactly. It can be a form of daydreaming. 
So another way to coin this wonderful but also not so wonderful phenomenon uh, for reasons we'll get into later is by calling it mind blanking. And it's understandable because a lot of our minds don't actually go anywhere at all. And some of our minds can tend to just blank and sometimes we aren't thinking of anything. Other times we're thinking of lots of things. And as we mentioned earlier, when attention doesn't bring any stimuli into the conscious awareness and we're lacking conscious awareness, this is when we know that we're experiencing men- spacing out. Spacing out. Um, I don't know if in my personal experience, I really daydreamed a lot. But like you said, spacing out can be really similar to daydream. And I think daydreaming can be a form of spacing out, actually. But I would usually focus on more practical things, like when I was going to hang out with my friends instead of fictional scenarios. Although I do think about fictional scenarios more at night. but Oh, <laughs> before we go to bed. Yeah. yeah. I do that too. I can't go to sleep if I don't come up with one. But when I'm in class and I'm spacing out, not intentionally because, you know, coming up with those scenarios, you're intentionally like, okay, uh, I'm going to think about this, 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 and then I'm going to go to sleep. But in class, when you're losing attention and you're disassociating from uh, the perception of the environment you're in, that's obviously not intentional. So basically you're saying we zone out unintentionally. Yeah, because... Obviously, you don't go into class thinking, oh, I'm going to zone out today. You think, oh, I'm going to do the best that I can to pay attention. And then mm, yeah. sometimes you end up zoning out. It just it happens. It's unintentional. And girl, even daydreaming, I do it a lot. Obviously, it's not intentional, but it's proven scientifically that when we're in the state, like while our our minds are actually being filled with various ideas about so many different things like past events, future events different physical places, things that are unrealistic, realistic. So it's like our mm. mind is full of all of these things that we aren't trying to think about and aren't really current and part of the physical environment that we're in. But these ideas try to fill the unconscious awarenessness that we're experiencing. And surprisingly, I don't even find my mind wandering to as many unrealistic ideas anymore. Like I used to when I was younger, I would come up with all these fictional ideas and different events and I would plan out all these events in my head and they're so unrealistic. (laughs) But this is when I was younger and this is when my mind was blanking. But I can't do that much anymore and instead my mind is more occupied with more realistic things regarding school. It's like always school. Like that's all I ever talk about. But even if my attention is dissociating with the perception of the environment I'm physically in, because again, that's what we experience when our mind is going blank. Yeah, I think it's just a part of growing up that like as we grow up, we start focusing on what we actually need to like, when am I going to have dinner or something like that? Yeah, because like we're taking care of ourselves, right? It's we start to become more independent. We don't rely on other people as much. So yeah. we're more focused about that sort of thing, I guess. <laughs> yeah, this mind blanking has gone me into some trouble too. Like, I'm sure everyone has gotten in trouble for zoning out in class or something. But once I attended this, or I do attend super boring parties um, every once in a while. Lots of them can be fun, but there's some that are boring and I just don't vibe with. And so it's 
not likely that I'll happen by the way because I really like social interaction but every now and then I'll get caught in like a boring conversation at a party with someone who's my age like I can't ignore them because they're my age and I'll be trying to focus on what they're saying but my mind will go blank and then all of a sudden I'm pulled back into focus like after a bit and after they've said like what they wanted to say and then they're just looking at me like dumbfounded (laughs) because I completely zoned out on them and it's not a good thing and I feel like crap for doing it but and they're like were you even paying attention to me (laughs) I wasn't it's so bad you just have to nod and say yes at that point like oh "Oh, yeah or laugh yeah I laugh laugh if I don't know what they said Yeah, yeah like for me even when I don't remember what someone said I think my default is to just nervously laugh yeah or or say something like yeah yeah I feel like that's one of the safest things you could go with. So I guess in that case, mind blanking can be kind of negative. Yeah, in that scenario, it could be pretty annoying if your friend thinks you're a bad person just because you didn't listen to them. But at the same time, it's not good to zone out. But mental blanking isn't always bad because according to Jonathan Smallwood, who's a neuroscientist and Jonathan Schooler, who's a psychologist at UCSB, mental blinking can actually help with creativity and your imagination because we can follow streams of our own consciousness without getting distracted by the outside world. And by streams of consciousness, you mean the ideas that are filling our consciousness when our attention has disassociated with the environment we're in, right? Um, yes, if I understand you correctly, streams of consciousness is basically following your internal thoughts. Like you can think of it as a pathway of different thoughts and you're just following along the path in your own mind without actually paying attention to reality. Yeah, and that's what happens when you're in that state of mind blinking. Also, in my research, I found that we don't always have to be fully conscious when we're doing tasks. and For individuals, half of the time that we're doing tasks, we're actually zoned out. And instead, your mind is constantly having various fleeting thoughts filling your consciousness. And the only times where it zooms back into the present is when you're doing something that can't just be done with muscle memory or an automatic movement. And like that actually shocked me at first. Can you believe half of the time? But it's important to realize that this does not apply to activities that are complex. This applies to activities that are more menial and don't require as much brain power. I was pretty surprised by that too. Like we're zoned out half the time. But again, I can definitely see that because if we're completing tasks that we're already familiar with, then what's the point of actually paying attention? Because your muscles, I guess, already know how to operate if you've done it so often. Yeah. It's just important to realize that this is something we do when we're carrying out tasks, again, that aren't as complex and we don't need to use as much cognitive processing to carry out these tasks. I've also noticed this happens to me when I do chores. So, for example, when I list, no, when I do my laundry, I'll bring my phone downstairs along with me so that I can listen to music while doing laundry because it's not like I have to fully pay attention to what's happening. I don't have to think in my head first put this yeah exactly put this shirt in and then put this <laughs> pair of socks in. It's just it's something that you you do and 
you remember doing and you don't have to think about it. Exactly. And there are more reasons why zoning out actually might not be that bad. So a lot of what we do when we're spaced out can be important to our lives. So for example, if you're talking to a friend like Yusra, you were saying, (laughs) then thinking about what you'll have for dinner might be more important in that instance. Like obviously you should still pay attention to what your friend is saying, but at the same time, you're also thinking of more prioritized things in your life. I think it's not necessarily just that. It's mainly you might be having a conversation that isn't as, again, it doesn't align with your priorities for that day or for that week. And so your mind is wandering off to things that have been more on your mind. And so it fills that um, unconscious awareness when you're blinking or you're not paying attention. So your mind tends to go there instead of the conversation. Not because talking to your friend isn't important or anything, but because Mm -hmm. the conversation might not be prioritizing what you're prioritizing, if that makes sense. Yeah, like if any of my friends are listening to this episode, don't think that I don't enjoy talking to you or spacing out because I do really love social interaction too. I just think it's a pretty natural thing for people to zone out when they're talking. And I don't do this for every person. It just happens every once in a while, you know? Someone yeah. is going on and on and on. But majority of the time with my friends, I love listening to them. So, And I'm an active listener. Like, I love listening. So oh, I don't zone yeah. out as often. I can confirm you usually are really good at listening. And I'm not Thank just you. saying that. It's just that I feel like sometimes when I'm talking to other people, I'm not completely sure if they're fully paying attention to me because I understand that we all zone out at some point most likely or at least most of us yeah it it, it is pretty natural yeah and I do it too so I'm not blaming those people or anything definitely since this is also something that I do especially when I'm tired and I don't really want to be in that location I just want to go to bed and sleep in my most home. definitely, yeah. It's like the introverted side of you coming out. Mm, yeah. Ambivert. But, oh, you're an ambivert too? Yeah. I'm an ambivert. Yeah. I love social interaction, but there are also times where I just love being by myself. Um, but like you said, being exhausted can be one of the reasons why we just tend to zone out and we won't pay attention to conversations we're having and other things like that. The, yeah. And this is one of the other reasons we'll get into regarding why we tend to blink mentally and tips to stop doing this so often after this break. Welcome back. I found from my research that there are numerous causes for why we space out and one of them is sleep deprivation because in general... (laughs) Not the way that she looked at me though. I always look at you, I feel like, when I talk about Yeah, and we've talked about it a lot on this podcast, so. And every time, you always allude to me. But I'm not faulty or anything, it's okay. But when you're sleep deprived, you basically, sleep deprived? When you're you're sleep deprived. Lauren, I think today you might be a little sleep deprived. Why are you attacking me now? Oh, okay. So you can attack me, it doesn't work both ways, I guess. Yeah, but in general, when you're sleep deprived, you tend to get more distracted and have this 
foggy feeling in your brain. And I've experienced this so many times. I've done it. I've experienced it when I've pulled all-nighters, when I've gone like two to three hours of sleep. Heck, I'm even experiencing it right now. I did not sleep well last night, but yeah, this is probably a sign you need to get more sleep. (laughs) We'll get there one of these days. If school decides to be less demanding, then I would actually get sleep. So it's not really my fault. Moving on. Another cause I found is information overload. So in this case, zoning out can help because you can process the information that you've been given, even if it's a lot, that you're learning in the meantime. So it's like in the back of your head, it's processing. Even though you're not aware of it and you're in this unconscious awareness, it is going on in the background. Kind of like what happens when you sleep. Oh, yeah, with um, the REM. Yeah. Yeah, dreams. Mm -hmm. Check out our episode on dreams, by the way. Yep. That's the kind of sleep that I I wish I could have every night. Yeah, I know for me, sometimes if I'm in a class and I'm suddenly given a ton of information from a teacher or something, I might zone out since I'm just so overwhelmed with everything. So my brain can get too lazy to actually understand what's happening. That's me in AP Calc. I learn like the re- new concepts every class period. Even the day before a quiz, we learn three new concepts. So it's like, I'm not going to pay attention. My mind just starts to wander. And this is why. And well, it's math. Yeah. Math is always just so mind boggling. <laughs> And stress and overwhelming life situations in life as a whole can play a role in this too. Like it acts as an information overload because it can feel like you're going through life without actually going through it because of mind blanking and exhaustion resulting in mental fog and not realizing the passage of time. Mm, Yeah, but there are also ways as a whole that we can reduce zoning out as well. Just trying to trying to avoid being a zombie <laughs> as much as possible. Some tips to stop include mindfulness, which means focusing on the moment. And this can be when you're washing the dishes, you're not thinking about the other things you have to do that day. You're just fully concentrating on what your hand is doing when you wash the dishes, the sounds of the sink, stuff like that. But that can help, especially if you're dealing with anxiety. You know, um, oh. it's there's nothing wrong with zoning out if you are doing a menial task like we talked about before, because some of the tasks that we do don't require us to have our full attention. But if you are in a difficult situation in your life and you don't want to zone out and think about that and you're getting anxious, have you ever heard of the 333 rule? It's like oh, where you what's that? think of three things, you hear three things and then or you like you pay attention to three things you hear, three things you see, and three things you feel. So that oh, okay. practicing mindfulness and it helps you position yourself in the present. So that is an example of what mindfulness could look like. Yeah, I think I've heard of the three 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 exercise too. Yeah. Um it works pretty yeah. well. There are also other things that could help, such as um keeping a goal in mind to actively listen to people and trying your best to pay attention so that you don't just start falling into your unconscious awareness. Yeah, that is pretty important. Yeah, because remember, we don't want to be like zombies. (laughs) And I mean, it's like pretty easy to, to like drift off in a conversation if you aren't present with it. 
And if you aren't like yeah. being mindful and showing that you are actively listening. Yeah, that's why actively listening is really important. You could even just, for example, nod your head when someone is talking to you and lean forward to show you're interested, asking good questions. Basically, just actively listening. Yeah. yeah. My just favorite basics. one is, yeah. yeah, basic skills. My favorite one would be like leaning in and listening to people because I just, I know it's something that happens psychologically, right? If you're more interested, you're yeah. more inclined, even physically. So I try doing that with like my body posture when I'm talking to somebody. So, yeah. I've seen something like that too. Like usually if someone's interested in what you have to say, they'll try to be physically closer to you. Exactly. So I just, I'm usually like conscious while I'm doing that to, you know, work That's on good. my active listening. Yeah. These are a few of the many possible ways to reduce mind blanking so you can complete your complex activities without zoning out. I know for all of you guys who might zone out a lot, I hope some of these tips were useful Mm -hmm. because I know like we all do it from time to time, especially in high school. Yeah, we're bombarded with so many possible things to be thinking about. It can be easy to zone out. Yeah, so... We actually did this episode too as a request from a friend. Yeah, so I hope that that friend found this helpful. And I hope that you all found this helpful too because I've, well, the both of us have tried some of these techniques and they've definitely helped with mindfulness and just reducing zoning out as a whole. Yeah, so we've now reached the end of the episode. In this episode, we discussed potential reasons for why we zone out, such as sleep deprivation or being overwhelmed with information. There are also potential benefits, like improved creativity and imagination while doing certain tasks. And we technically don't need to be focused when doing some tasks. However, mental blanking can still be harmful as Sometimes you may be focusing too much on what's happening in your internal world while ignoring reality. This could disrupt your performance in tasks that do require focus. Fortunately, though, there are ways to limit how you zone out, including focusing on the moment and actively listening. As we said, you can use these tips in any part of your life. And I think it's just good to know that, you know... Zoning, yeah, doesn't have to be bad all the time, but then also being able to control it. Yeah, that would definitely be a useful skill. Yeah, it's kind of like a double-edged sword in a way. That's a good way of putting it because it has its benefits and it has some negatives too. And with that said, also make sure to follow us on Instagram at why did I do that? Because we'll be posting a lot of stuff on there. And please leave us a review to give us feedback on the podcast. Until then, don't forget to keep asking yourself, Why did I do that?